0: Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author, Jamie O'Donnell, and he is the author of Hunting for the Lamb of God. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. Jamie, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm good, Don. How are you?
0: Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please
1: well i'm 66 years old i started writing during the pandemic as everybody else was locked down and had a whole bunch of time on my hands and so i began writing my first book which is the one we're going to be talking about today i've got a son that is a senior at benedictine college in atchison kansas he's going for his degree in journalism and mass communication And as a matter of fact, he is out here now. He just uh, drove in here last night to spend Christmas break with me. And uh, that's about it. I deliver pizzas during the day, and I write at night.
0: So tell us about your book. Well,
1: let me tell you about it. After years of crippling sanctions, Iran and North Korea collaborate together, and they construct three nuclear warheads, and then they place them on container ships, and they're parked off the east and west coast of the United States which are then launched 200 miles above America into the thermosphere, and they explode simultaneously. This creates a super EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse. In a second, this EMP throws America back to the early 1800s when we had no electricity. It fries everything. That means no cars, planes, boats, television, phones, Internet, radio, even running water no police or fire engines or ambulances are coming to our rescue we're on our own the book tracks the footsteps of two families that live across the street from each other in a suburb south of denver colorado they join forces to navigate this dystopian nightmare that they find themselves in eventually fighting off packs of neighbors that have run out of food and turned to cannibalism
0: now who did you write your book for specifically who's your target audience here
1: Well, you know, I wrote this book for America and the world in general. We're very close to something catastrophic happening in America. It could be the poisoning of our water supplies, nuclear explosions in our major urban areas, or it could be an EMP that cripples the lower 48, which is described in my book. If you think about it, an EMP is the perfect weapon because it doesn't destroy the land. It leaves our natural resources intact. What are the things another country would want of ours? The farmland and our oil, and unlike a nuclear explosion on our soil, an EMP would leave those resources basically intact. Hunting for the Lamb of God tracks the footsteps of these two families that live across the street from each other and describes how they deal with the aftermath. My book has been described as half novel Have Preparedness Manual. My book will get those who read it thinking about what they would do if they found themselves in the same situation, and they'd ask themselves if they're prepared. Do they have enough non-perishable food? How much water do they have stored? Or how would they travel? Are they armed and prepared to defend themselves? What medicines do they have? These are all areas the vast majority of the public is woefully unprepared for. My book will get them thinking.
0: So could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book?
1: Yeah, most definitely. The message is about hope and faith in God. In my book, it is the protagonist's hope and faith that gets them through from one day to the next, because without God, Don, there's no point in anything, really.
0: So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life?
1: One of the families in the book are preppers, and they adopt the family across the street from them. They've been preparing for a day such as this, and they've got long-time supplies of food, water, and the essentials. The book describes the importance of being prepared for an emergency. Peace of mind is something you know we all search for in our lives being prepared for the unexpected adds to that peace of mind we're all desperate we all pretty much desperately want need you know basically this book could save their lives
0: so if you were asked to compare your book with anything else out there we might already be familiar with what would that be and why
1: well that book would have to be a book called one second after it was written by a guy named dr william fortune America's hit with an EMP, and the book describes the aftermath in a little mountain town in North Carolina. But that's where the comparison ends. Unlike a small town where everybody knows each other, my book takes place in a major urban area with millions of people. The circumstances would be much different with, you know, packs of starving people looking to take what they need from the weak. There'd be no game to hunt, and supermarkets would pretty much be depleted of food and water within a week. Some actually will hunt humans for food.
0: Now, best-selling author Jack Cashel wrote the foreword to your book. How did that come about?
1: Well, that's an interesting story. I had read a lot about Jack, and in the conservative circles. And one day I contacted him on Facebook, and we became friends. I asked him if I could send him my book to read, and I wanted to get some feedback from him. Well, he really liked it. So I asked him to write the forward to it, and he agreed. I've since re-edited the book, and I added his forward to it.
0: So other than Hunting for the Lamb of God, what other books have you published?
1: I've published two others. i published Meth War, Lost in Felony Flats, which is a fictional account of the great methamphetamine war of 1993 in the San Bernardino Valley between the independent mess cooks and the satanic underground, incorporating every myth, rumor, and half-truth I'd ever heard while being homeless and addicted out there. I've also just recently published a sequel to Hunting for the Lamb of God, and that's titled Living for the Lamb of God.
0: So what can you tell us about the sequel?
1: Well, Living for the Lamb of God picks up right where Hunting for the Lamb of God leaves off and continues to follow the footsteps of the two protagonist families, which are the Jenkins and Price families. At the end of Hunting for the Lamb of God, the settlement where the two families join up with other like-minded people is discovered by a roaming pack of cannibals. So they have to find a way to move everyone to someplace safer, and they do that figuring out a means of transportation and a place they can go to and thrive
0: and what else are you working on
1: i've just finished the book it's, it's titled epiphany it's a story of an old man who walks out of a diner in the middle of nowhere in the nevada desert and he saves a young woman from being beaten he rescues her and her three-year-old son and she's on the run from her psychotic husband in california The old man offers her a job taking care of his home in Virginia in exchange for room and board for her and her son, plus a a small stipend, and she accepts his offer. What neither her nor the old man knows is that her husband has been tracking her across the country to kill both her and her son.
0: So where does your inspiration come from? Where do you get your ideas?
1: Well, I write about things I know about and have experience and there's an awful lot of research that goes into my writing but there's also a rudimentary knowledge of the subject matter if not firsthand experience i came from a very dysfunctional family and started using drugs at a pretty early age i was a methamphetamine junkie from the age of 13 until i got clean at 45 years old i've been homeless and i've eaten out of garbage cans and i've seen the horrors of the world so i have a lot of varied life experiences to draw from
0: so did this environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing
1: absolutely as I mentioned earlier I was a homeless meth addict in Fontana California and my experience has played a major role in writing meth war I know about addiction and I know about suffering I know what it feels like to be invisible I also have a background in national and geopolitics and worked for two presidential campaigns so I've got an understanding of what is really going on in the world.
0: So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? Uh,
1: I've always been partial to reading horror and thrillers, so that's what I write. I also like to write about the human condition, the human experience, and you know how people react to uncertain things that happen. Since what I've seen most in the world is horrific, that's pretty much what I write about.
0: So what's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? The things I hear
1: most from my audience is how my books have changed the way that they see the world and how they've changed the way that they think about things. They also like that I convey my love for Christ in my writing. I hear those things all the time, and I love hearing them.
0: So how would you describe your writing style? Well,
1: I'm a big fan of Stephen King and John Steinbeck. They're both total opposites of each other, obviously, and I suppose I draw from both of them. I've been compared to Stephen King more than once, but I'd like to think my style is pretty much my own.
0: Now, your characters, are they pure fiction, or do you draw from people you know in real life?
1: I very rarely write pure fictional characters. They're almost always based on someone I know or have known in my past or or know of. For instance, I picture former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo as Bill Jenkins in Hunting for Lamb of God. I don't know why or how he became Bill Jenkins in my mind's eye, but He's who I see. Another example would be the opening chapter of Meth War, where there's a dead body in the Santa Ana Riverbed. I see that person as a, as a childhood friend of mine, somebody I grew up with in my late teenage years.
0: So if you had to choose, would you say you're more of a character artist or more a plot-driven writer?
1: Well, I always start with the plot, but craft the characters with as much detail you know as needed. So I would say I'm both. For me, the characters are every bit as important as the plot. In the end, you know, neither can exist or make sense without the other. That's how I see it.
0: So other than selling your book, of course, is there anything else you hope to accomplish with it?
1: Well, my main goal is twofold. I wanna bring awareness to the general public of what I believe is coming, so they'll prepare themselves. And I also want to get those on the fence about Christ to dig deep within themselves and ask Christ to show himself to them. Those would be my main goals. So in your
0: opinion, who should buy your book? Anyone that
1: likes to be entertained. Anyone from 16 on up. This book could save some lives. When it hits the fan, most are going to be woefully unprepared. So I believe anyone and everyone would benefit from reading it. And I want to stress that. This book will definitely save some people's lives.
0: Do you have a website?
1: I do. It is Jamie O'Donnell.com. That's J-A-M-E-Y-O-D-O-N-N-E-L-L dot com. No apostrophe.
0: Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Jamie O'Donnell, and he is the author of Hunting for the Lamb of God. Jamie, thanks very much for being with us today.
1: Thank you very much for the opportunity. I appreciate it, Don.
0: This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they too have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com, and whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.